Tonight, three VIP champions of the industry decide the fate of rising entrepreneurs. Determined to prove their greatness in 60 seconds or less. Is that an offer? I'm getting there. And you're not gonna like it. I'm willing to give you $2 million, but there's a constraint on my offer. I'm gonna match the buffer. But I'm gonna offer you a strategy, complete opposite of Brad's. This is Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch. Presented by Amazon Business with support from State Farm and Canon. Meet our board of investors. Brad Woodgate, CEO of the No Sugar Company and Joy Burst. Swan Sit, Clubhouse Royalty and Executive Advisor to Global Brands. Jacob Peters, Angel Investor and Head of House Capital. First into the elevator is a company dedicated to introducing natural mixers to the cocktail party. I am looking forward to standing in front of these investors, giving my story, having them taste the product. In all honesty, the taste of the liquid to lips is a key for us and we absolutely want them to, to try this out. Going up. Hello, Jonathan. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Hi, my name is Jonathan Schultz. I'm the CEO of Backyard Bevco, and we make functional cocktail mixers and spectacular flavors with cannabis infusions to help bartenders make spectacular drinks. So 50% of your cocktail is probably mixer, which means that you really don't want artificial flavors, artificial ingredients, you want something real. We make our mixers with whole ingredients such as fresh pressed ginger, whole lavender flour, and full spectrum CBD to address the, some of the fastest growing categories in the beverage market. We've got grown over 400% in the last three years. We ultimately sell into distributors, direct to consumer, and direct to stores. We're raising $500,000 on a $3 million pre-money valuation to help increase awareness and support our distributor network. Look, I hope that we can have a cocktail together. I hope we can toast to a great deal, hang out in the backyard, and let's have some fun. Thank you. I think that guy needed a joy burst. I think, he, <laughs> I think that guy was flat. Uh, for the category that he's going into, which is the beverage space, which is like fun and bubbly and exactly what he was talking about. I mean, I want to see that guy jumping up and down, expressing his energy. But he's uh, CBD. He's well, not an energy drink, well, right? Well, I'm not saying it needs to be an energy drink, but I, to me, he, his, his pitch seemed a bit monotone for my liking. But what I did like is the fact that he talked about having distribution. But here's the thing. He didn't mention anything about his sales figures. No. He said growing 400% over the past three years, but that's, Yeah, it you could know, be anything. It could be, be anything. You could be four cans uh, after one can the year before, right? So who knows what that's based on? Well, we have lots of questions. Yeah, I think it's sure. time to vote. Let's vote. Let's do it. All right. Attention, Jonathan. Your pitch has been declined. And get in front of that elevator and you've got 60 seconds to, to make your pitch and 
get a little flustered, it's, uh, it comes off a little tough. <laughs> you know, that one was tough. I actually really wanted to see the product. I wanted to taste it, but not only did I, you know, the market's competitive. We had no numbers to go on. Yeah. So I was flying so blind and I right. just can't say yes based on curiosity alone. Any person who comes on elevator pitch, key, key, give us the numbers. We cannot base any decision off of no numbers. Give us the numbers and give us your personal story. I just didn't feel like he had that it factor when he was pitching. Right. Yeah. yeah. My advice to other entrepreneurs coming in and getting in the elevator is do your best to ignore the clock. I know it counts down and makes you nervous, but if you get that out of your head, you're gonna do just fine. Hey, moms! Hi, moms! <laughs> Hi, ladies! Hi, girls! We're getting ready to go on, and we are a little nervous, yeah, but we just wanted, wanted to, to say, say hi. Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you, ladies. And you've worked so hard at all of this, and uh, you're gonna crush it. Thank you. I agree with Lou. You girls, just be yourselves, have fun and just take deep breaths, you got this. Well, thank you guys, we love you. We love you too. Love you, girl. Love y'all so much. Bye. Entering the elevator are two best friends who plan to awaken the fashion industry with empowering loungewear. This is our baby and we're so excited to share it with everyone and to have um, an investor believe in us and believe in the team. Like that would absolutely like make our lives. You might bust out in a routine. <laughs> yeah, you might routine. see some dance we moves. We might have to do some hair flips <laughs> if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Going up. Hello, Christy and Grace. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Hey, I'm Grace Patterson. And I'm Christy Fisher. And, and we, we are, are the founders, founders of Bad Kiss. Kiss. Bad Kiss is a women's empowerment loungewear company and we officially launched a little over a month ago. We decided to not settle on our careers by taking the risk for moving from our small towns to the big city of Los Angeles. We then decided it was time to stop settling in every part of our lives. So we ended our bad relationships and leveled up completely. What separates us from our competitors is that we created a team. Team Bad is for the women that never settle in anything. Our current target audience is Gen Z. We have caused chaos on TikTok with girls sharing bad dating stories wearing your son's a loser. <laughs> we don't just want our customers to be a buyer, we want our gals to feel like sisters. Bad Kiss is taking over the world in comfort and style. We also just sent Bad Kiss to Paris Hilton, Julia Fox, and Britney Spears. We're looking to add a team member for 5% with no initial upfront investment. In turn, we want help to best position Bad Kiss in our early beginnings. Are, Are you, you ready, ready to, to join, join Bad, bad Kiss? <laughs> Wow, well wow. that was a ton of energy there. I liked the energy and they had that pitch down. They were in unison when they said that line. So you know how I feel about a well-rehearsed pitch. Yeah, they've got energy, but do they have product? I mean, retail space is it's really, really tough. It is encouraging though that, yeah. If, yeah. They're, if they're giving out 5% for nothing, uh, that is a great question that you just asked, which is, do they have a product? Because that's a very unusual valuation, right? It's good for us, but it makes me wonder, do they know how the heck to run a business, you know? But the female empowerment message is so strong these last few years, and they didn't just do the message, they lived it. They left their bad relationships, bad lives, and 
took a big risk. Like, that story moves people. Yeah, no, for sure. I have two daughters, so seeing those two up there, I could obviously envision my two daughters being their own badass entrepreneurs. All right, so let's make a vote and see if this is worth our time, guys. Attention, Christy and Grace. Your pitch has been approved. <laughs> Welcome to the boardroom, Christy and Grace. Hi. Excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you so much. We understand you don't want any investment, um, so you need to convince us today why we should invest our time in you. Absolutely. For sure. Thank you so much for your time, first off. Um, we came in here with, uh, obviously, a new company. Um, so we feel it would be unfair to ask for money until we can show our value and show proof. So what we're looking for is we're looking for a team member to help us for mentorship and kind of point us in the right direction. Yeah. We don't have a background in fashion. Um, or we're just really, really hardworking. <laughs> we're just really hardworking. Yeah. We were prof professional cheerleaders, so we're like very committed. I'm an actress and she's a dancer. Mm -hmm. We like hustle. Well, you guys got that nailed down. So <laughs> Thank that you. I'll give you for sure. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Yeah. yeah, and we want to we want to start a movement. So we want someone to join the team that really believes in the mission and the movement behind the company. And we are so open to learn and yeah. be sponges to soak up your knowledge. And um, we would love to have one of you on our team. So I've been building movements since I was 13 years old. I used to run internet forums of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. So I know a thing or two about how to rally human beings around a cause. Uh, and it all starts with the mission. So why is this so deeply personal for you both? What's, what's the mission? Our mission is like, we came from Texas. We were raised like, this is one way to do life. Like my parents were like, you can't go to LA, you can't do acting. And I always wanted to go for more. And they said like, it's impossible. And we moved to Los Angeles together. Actually, yeah. I was like, I'm leaving today. Put your stuff in my U-Haul. We're going. And she I literally did. decided within like 24 <laughs> hours like, that I was going to move to Los Angeles. Yeah, and she slept on my couch. And we just like, we're like, we have no idea like what's going to happen. We're just going to go for it. Yeah. And in the three years, I've done like what, like 25 Lifetime movies. Like yeah. we have been hustling. And that's our mission is just for girls to go for it and like not let anybody stop them. Team Bad is part of um, Bad Kiss and that's a platform on our website um, where girls can share like a safe zone, um, whether that's like anxieties or, yeah. um, or dating, dating too. Because we both dated like I paid my boyfriend's rent. She dated a guy who lived in her, his mom's basement or whatever. <laughs> and so we're like, maybe we just need to like level up, like not just Completely. our careers, but like even everything dating. in life. <laughs> So clearly things didn't work out with the ex-boyfriends, but what are you looking for in a business partner? Absolutely. Um, um, someone hardworking and someone that we trust, yeah. Be specific. You want somebody in the team that will work hard, yeah. that has passion with you. Mm -hmm. What functions do you need help with? Um, we need, we want help like getting it on like Revolve or Unpaxson or mm -hmm. Nordstrom. So we want to like venture out to retail. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's yeah. currently all online, um, and we do want to eventually get into stores. Yeah. We want someone um, and as an investor that has those connections, also with um, collaborating with with other creators or, or marketing influencers. Ideas too. Yeah, yeah, that would be really huge for us because we can cold call all day. But if someone has those initial connections to start off with, like that would be huge for us. You're going down a false path if you think that one person is going to be like this magic bullet that can yeah. solve all of your problems mm -hmm. and give you everything. Um, so. You know, if I were to invest some of my time in you guys, I'd love to bring more than just myself, but you know, an entire team, my network, Rolodex of 
of folks. Um, but I think. But the thing is, guys, at the end of the day, when we started all of our businesses, there was no free handouts. You can't get actually served anything on a silver platter. You got to go make those things yourself. But if I could give you one piece of advice, don't sell yourself short. And what I mean by that is, you may not have a, uh, an actual business today, but you, it's very common to give us a year's forecast of what your business would look like, mm -hmm. and saying, this is the business plan that we're gonna execute on, mm -hmm. and then let investors like us come and say, hey, do we actually believe in your plan that we can actually execute on it? I Thank appreciate you so much. that. It's great advice, yeah. yeah. Here's what I'll do. I'm not gonna take your equity, because that's not fair to you. You shouldn't be giving yeah. it up this early. Mm -hmm. But I love your mission, I love your energy, I love your story. So here's what I'll do. You guys want connection to the industry, but too often people reach out and say, connect me with something. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to connect you to? If you're willing to go through the work of understanding who's in my network and why it's pertinent, then you draft a pitch, I will pass it on to those people and make sure it gets in front of them. And that is free because kindness is free. It's easy to pass on. I'm not gonna take equity for it. Do not give it up without having something on the table. And let's see where you get in the next six months. Thank you. Oh that is so nice. Thank you so much. Thank I mean, this, so much. oh my God. <laughs> this is why we do this too. So Swan has the right idea. Uh, you know, I'd love to do something similar. I'd be willing to dedicate my time to help you guys get off the ground. This reaction is why we do this. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. We're in your corner. We want to help. Thank you so Thank much. You so I much. think it's time for like a big, big group hug. I know. Like, can, we, can we like hug you? Or is that like weird? <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. We are so, We're so excited, excited to have both of them in our corner. I can't like, even believe it. I know. I know. I think we're in shock right now. Can we do like a high kick on the way out? <laughs> Well, they were so much fun. I mean, that was a show. That was a feel-good pitch. That was a, wow. that, that was a show. That was a spectacle. As much as we talk numbers, this is why we do this. Right. right? We do need a return on, on our investment, but we believe in people. Well, good on you guys. Next, a company looks to provide healthy, hot food options at the press of a button. Going up. Hello, Brandon. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Hi, my name is Brandon Feinstein, and I'm the founder and CEO of Fit Oven. We all know the struggle of trying to eat healthy while in a rush. The constant cycle of choosing the unhealthy options because they're quicker and more affordable. Eating healthy while in a rush is a challenging task. Fit Oven is here to fix that with our healthy restaurant in a machine. Fit Oven utilizes a custom state-of-the-art intelligent vending machine to store pre-made healthy meals inside a refrigerated compartment and heats them up in three minutes or less through a high-powered internal microwave oven. We can provide our customers with chef-inspired hot and healthy meals 24-7 without having to travel and wait in long lines. We are currently pre-revenue with all of our technology and software developed, and we are ready to launch our first batch of machines with multiple LOIs in place. We are currently seeking $300,000 in exchange for 15% of our company. Help us revolutionize intelligent vending and provide our customers with restaurant quality, hot, healthy, and fast meals on the go. He is talking about 
revolutionizing the fast food industry by bringing healthier food at a convenience. That is a market that certainly I haven't seen before. Yeah, when I heard it was food, I was afraid it was another meal delivery service right. or another frozen food company. We have too many of those and they taste terrible. Right. Right. This is interesting. Yeah, and the I market's mean, massive. I mean, there's yeah. ten, there's millions, maybe tens of millions of commercial real, you know, real estate properties out there that have vending machines in them today Right. that don't have anything like this. But what's tricky is vending machine is snacks. Yeah. And now we're not only going from healthy or unhealthy to healthy, right. we're going from snacks to meals. Right. Is that something that we're ready for? A few questions. Let's leave it up to a vote. Yeah. Let's do it. Attention, Brandon. Your pitch has been approved. Yes. Welcome. How are you guys doing today? Hey, Brandon. Hey. hey. Great, great pitch. Thank you very much. So interested to learn more. First things first, we have food samples for you guys to be able to try. Let's do it. So we have a chimichurri steak right here with green beans and coconut rice. We have a mojo pulled pork with yellow rice, cabbage, and onions. And then our ketogenic chicken parmesan uh, with Brussels sprouts and uh, spaghetti squash. Guys, this presents beautifully. I mean, look at the food. It's colorful. It looks fresh. Yeah. Clean white plate. Our food partnership is with Eat Right. They're a minority and veteran-owned company in Tampa, currently producing around 20,000 meals a week. We have a customized menu of 40 options for each location to choose from. Everything from plant-based, ketogenic, conventional, and then they can pick breakfast, lunch, dinner, et cetera. All right, so Brandon, the pitch was tight. The food is surprisingly good. Thank Packaging, you. very clean. I think the market's huge for this, but I like investing in entrepreneurs where it's personal for them. Yeah. Right, like, were you born to build this business? So. I have to know, like, what's what's your story? How did you come up with this? I always dealt with obesity and mental health issues throughout my childhood. So when I got to Florida State University, I chose to overcome those health issues, started losing weight, um, lost about 100 pounds. Previously, I was about 300, got down to about 170. Um, but in that process, living in the dorms at Florida State, being on a limited budget, not having a car, after like eight o'clock, these restaurants on campus would close. So it was either A, I went to bed starving, or B, I would use all these vending machines in my dorms. On every floor, there's five vending machines, but all of them have Snickers and Honey Buns, 99 cents. You know, I always felt that struggle, and I see so many of the people dealing with the same issues. So when I started, I said, I need to help these people, especially in dorms, airports I was in last week. I didn't want to wait in line. I ended up just getting a water bottle and, and getting a Kind Bar because I just didn't have an opportunity to get a hot and healthy meal. And so that was really my main driving factor to this business. Well, that's an incredible story. Congratulations on losing over 100 pounds. Thank you. That is unbelievable. And then to transport that into doing something that you love, uh, like these meals that would be that would be fit and healthy for other people, I think that's just an amazing correlation. Yeah. So well done. Well Thank done. you. I really do yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, my goal with this company was to provide a customer with a hot and healthy meal that was extremely high quality. Think of it as like a restaurant and a machine. The selling point here, although it's a food tech company and the machine's great, that's my business. Right. The food. My returning customers are coming for that. Yep. All the poultry is grass-fed, free-range. Um, all the veggies are organic, so we don't use any wow. low-end ingredients. Wow. Um, in terms of sodium, nothing goes over 500 milligrams. Wow, that's an amazing ingredient list. I would yeah. genuinely eat this every day. Yeah. Well, what's funny is you guys are both relatively healthy people, and to be honest, I'm not. I eat burgers three times a week, <laughs> but I fly in planes three times yeah. a week, so every meal is in an airport or a restaurant. And where you got me was the line at the airport to get a meal when I'm trying to board a 
the flight is impossible. Sometimes it's 20, 30 minutes to try to get food, so what do I do? I pick up potato chips like you do. This presents a very different option. Walk us through your forward-thinking numbers, both from a revenue perspective, from a profit perspective, and how do you see this company growing? Yeah, so I think it all stems from the market alone. Uh, it's a $19 billion market nationwide. In the United States alone, it's a $6 billion market and growing. Think about how many locations it could go into, airports, universities, hospitals, corporate office buildings, gyms, et cetera. There's just every corner, there's a, there's a location that these could be placed on. Um, in terms of number, our average gross margin right now is about 56%. Our average profit margin is about 14%. Right now, we have a first batch of machines ready to be launched. We have a current LOI in set with the National Gym with the pilot program. And then we do anticipate, if everything goes well, by middle of next year, launching about 500 of their franchise locations. That contract alone averaged out to about $4 million in annual revenue, and that's not even all their gyms. All right, Brent, I've heard enough. I'm excited. I'm going to make you an offer. 50 grand for 5% of the company. I'm gonna help you build this into a global brand, Brandon. I see a lot of myself in you, and I think we have a great partnership opportunity here to build this thing together. What I'm seeing here is not necessarily just the machines. I'm seeing the way to get these meals into more people's hands than just vending machines. If you build this as your own brand, call it the Fit Oven meal plan in addition to these vending machines, that's something that can go in every major supermarket around the world. And that's where I come in with my retail experience. I'm willing to make you an offer of 100 grand that you want, but that will be for 15% of your company. I bring an entire network of, you know, a lifetime of working with content creators, startups, helping build the word. I have a lot of connections in the wellness industry. Uh, you know, I think we could get this in, you know, hundreds of different types of, you know, gym chains, commercial buildings, all types of different communities that would love something like this. To me, that food inside there is something that either you can brand yourself, co-pack, or eventually just have a life of its own as fit of it. So I think that I could bring a lot of value beyond just a financial investment. Brandon, fun fact for you. I came to the US when I was six years old. My parents came from pretty humble beginnings and didn't even get to finish middle school. So they worked pretty scrappy entrepreneur jobs. One of the businesses my dad owned is a vending machine company. Wow. And 15 years ago, they were some of the first in the country to put technology, cell phone transmitters into vending machines to read data. So I know this business. I picked and packed in my childhood. You talk about branding and audience and consumers. I have an audience of a few million people and I want to eat better. This helps my lifestyle. So I think there's a lot of things that make sense for us. Is that an offer? I'm getting there. I'll offer you $100,000 for the same 15% that Brad offered you. All right, you have three great offers from all of us. Now the question is, what are you going to do? Um, first off, thank you guys for the opportunity. This is truly one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make. All you guys bring different things to the table that can definitely benefit my company. Um, with that being said, I think your story, Swan, really resonated with me and what you said originally just means a lot to me and it kind of felt right. Um, and so I would love to take your $100,000 for 15% of my company.
amazing. I couldn't be happier. My dad is gonna wanna meet you. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> amazing right. job. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate you guys. I resonated with Swan's story because I really appreciate people that come into this country with no money, that struggle to get their business operational and to scale it with so many people telling you no. And for me, I've heard a lot of people say, this can't work. And here I am today getting an investment on an amazing show from an amazing investor. I'll send you Fit Oven for a year. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hold you to that. Yeah, I'm just so surprised how clean all the ingredients are. Yeah. And it tastes good. That's my biggest issue. My, right. I want to eat better, but oftentimes things taste like cardboard. When yeah. this tastes good, it can be available in so many places. Yeah. This is game changing. For sure. I think you have a rocket on your hands. Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business. For every organization at every stage of growth. Next in the elevator is an apparel brand that combines aesthetics with functionality. Going up. Hello, Jared. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three. Two, one. Hi, my name is Jared Stolt, the founder and creator of Skinthetics. Skinthetics is a complete line of skin kind barrier clothing designed to keep numbing creams and other topical products against your skin and away from your regular attire. Our garments act as a two-way breathable barrier to enhance the user's experience by keeping numbing creams in place for laser hair removal and tattooing, tre tattooing treatments. Skinthetics is the solution to messy, embarrassing, and uncomfortable traditional barrier wraps such as plastic wrap and garbage bags. Skinthetics is reusable and environmentally friendly, minimizing waste that traditional body wraps create. Laser hair removal and tattooing are billion dollar markets, and Skinthetics holds patents in both the US and EU. We just partnered with the largest tattoo numbing cream company in the world, and sales launching in Q1 of 2023, they are uh, projecting uh, revenue in the first year of uh, 800K. We are seeking 200,000 for a 10% equity interest. Please give us the green light so you can learn more about synthetics and I can get out of this garbage bag. Thank you. Well, that was fun. I like the creativity of the plastic wrap and garbage bag. The tattoo and skin removal market to me seems very, very niche. I tend to like to do things that are much broader. The fact that he had a patent, I think that that is something in the US and the U that we should explore. And I do obviously like him coming in in, in a unique garbage bag up yes. the elevator. Yes, so the that, best entrepreneurs, that kind of, yeah. they're not afraid to do something outrageous. Exactly. Yeah. I wish he'd had the product in the elevator with him because yeah. the garbage bag and plastic were Plastic wrap were fun, but it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I also want to know who the buyer is, right? Is it the end consumer or is he selling to laser hair removal offices or tattoo parlors? Right. So it seems like we still have a lot of questions, but I think we've got a vote. Yeah, let's do it. Attention, Jared. Your pitch has been Approved. Sweet. <laughs> hey, Jared. Hey, how are in. you? Hey, welcome. 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 Thank you. Well, we're going to be honest with you. We're curious and have a lot of questions. We like the patent, but we're not really sure how broad the application is or who you're selling to. 
Well, I developed the, the product when I was getting laser hair removal treatments done. Laser can be quite painful and uncomfortable, so they, you know, they offered me a numbing cream. However, their solution to putting it on was wrap myself in plastic wrap, and then when I told them I wanted to do my back and shoulders, they said, take a garbage bag and cut holes out for your head and arms and use that to keep it against your body. And I said, this is the best solution they can come up with. And that's why I ended up creating synthetics. The garments are basically designed so that an individual can apply the numbing cream themselves, put the garment on without any help, a couple hours before their laser hair appointment or their tattooing appointment, and go about their daily business, uh, running errands on the way to the spa or the tattooing parlor. You talked about 800,000 in revenue. What's the profit margin on that? <clears throat> well, we, we just partnered with the, the largest tattoo numbing cream company in the world. They're going to retail it. It's a co-branding partnership. Okay. So they're going to we're going to manufacture the product with their logo on it, mm -hmm. and the retail for them would be eight hundred thousand. Synthetic sales on that would be four hundred thousand. And then of that four hundred thousand, what do you expect your profit margin to be? Two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. You have fifty percent margin. That's good. Yeah, that's that's where that's where I'd like to be. So how much of your own money have you put into this? About three hundred thousand. You put in three hundred thousand dollars. Correct. Congratulations on that. That was a big risk for you. Uh, I really believe in the product. Uh, my wife and I own two med spas. That's where we currently use the product in the med spa space. How much is it though? Because saran wrap and garbage bags are a lot cheaper. Correct. Um, the, the lowest priced garment would be a, a sleeve mm -hmm. at about $50, up to $100 for a shirt. The topical cream needs to be in addition to the garments that they're buying with you? That's correct. Okay. Great question, a great point. Okay. So to elaborate on that, uh, this partnership that we're doing with this tattoo numbing cream company uh, is gonna be a co-branding on both ends. Okay. So we're gonna make garments with their logos on it and yeah. they're gonna sell it. We're gonna have rights to their numbing cream and okay. they're gonna co-brand it with Synthetics. So is there gonna be cross-promotional marketing on both of these Correct. Ends? Well, do you, we do, you get a, do you get a piece of their numbing? Do you no. get a piece of their numbing sales? So they no. just get 50% margins on your sales? Correct. Okay. It sounds like in this deal that he has, that the, the numbing cream company has a significant advantage in the deal. That's not promising. That's not what I like to see. I don't like to see that type of margin than that type of one size. So for those reasons, I wish you all the luck, but it's a no for me. I love that you came out here with the outrageous outfit on. You know, I think it's great that you have domain expertise. Uh, you know, in this area, you're a med spa owner. Uh, you know, you put your own money on the line to make this dream possible. But I'll be honest, like people up until this point in time have been perfectly okay wearing plastic wrap. I know it sucked for you, but the reality is, like, it just feels like a nice to have rather than a need to have. So for that reason, I'm out. Jared, I think you've done an incredible job. Kudos for building a really unique product that has IP. My concern is still the market might be too small. This one might be a little early for me. And it's a hard product because there's still an alternative. I would love to see where you go if you could extend it to other industries, but because this is so limited right now, I'm out. Okay. All right, well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jared. Thank you. Thanks for Thanks. coming. Good job. Appreciate it. Oh, he just hulked up on us. <laughs> I feel relieved. I think, you know, it was a stressful process to learn to, to do a pitch and be in an environment like this and promote my product. Uh, the product's fantastic. I have no concerns about the future of Synthetics. It's frustrating sometimes, but at the end of the day, I think that, you know, with his work ethic and the fact that he's been doing this for 16 years, I think he said, you know, he'll be fine. Look, he's gonna do a great job for himself, but it's just not an investable business at the yeah, end of the day. I agree, I agree. 
our final entrepreneur hopes his custom at-home mouthguards will secure him a deal. Well, if I was to receive an offer, I'd be, I'd be over the moon. I mean, it, it, it can just do so much for us. I quit my full-time job, I've dedicated my life savings. I mean, that's how passionate I am about this, and I hope that the investors can see it, because um, I think we can do a lot to help people. Going up. Hello, Andrew. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Andrew Lee, a registered dental hygienist and founder of Otis Dental. For the past two and a half years, we've all been under a lot more stress, and that stress is causing all of us to clench and grind our teeth at night. In dentistry, it's called bruxism, and the only non-invasive way to protect against the painful and damaging symptoms is with a night guard. Now, over-the-counter bands can be found in most drugstores, but the bulky fit and poor quality materials provide little to no relief. The only alternative is a high-quality custom-made night guard made by a dentist, but this now requires office visits and a hefty out-of-pocket cost of $500 to $1,000. With Otis, you can skip the office visits and receive an affordable dentist quality custom night guard at your door. And with our patented Brux sensor and app technology in the work, we'll be able to turn the Otis custom night guard into a mental health coach. So you're not only protecting your teeth, but now alleviating the symptoms by improving your mental health at the same time. We're currently selling through large retail chains with six-figure revenue doubling year over year since launching in 2020, and currently seeking $3 million in exchange for 20% equity so we can strengthen our e-com channel. Well, that was certainly an interesting pitch. I have serious issues grinding my teeth at night. Me too. So uh, a device like this would certainly come in handy. My issue always has been with these devices. Like, I have a hard time sleeping with them because they're so bulky and they're in your mouth and it's, it affects your breathing. So I've never found one that I'm comfortable with, so I just grind away. He's not wrong. The one time I lost the dentist one, I had to rush into a dentist's office, pay an emergency visit fee, and had to pay a rush fee to get mine replaced. So right. it is a problem. Well, what was he talking about in terms of mental health? He's talking about how this thing can help alleviate mental health symptoms. It seemed a little bit disjointed. That, but that was totally disjointed. To a me. little disjointed. But at the same time, like, you know, I think he is thinking bigger here, right? He's thinking, how does this go beyond just like one simple mouth guard product, an entire category, you know, of like wellness uh, things that go beyond just your teeth? Well, on that note, is it time to, to vote? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. All right. Attention, Andrew. Your pitch has been approved. Andrew, hey, welcome. Guys. I am so excited to see you. I'm literally, my teeth are chattering. We're all doing it, so yeah, I'm not surprised. You're gonna help me with that? Yeah, I mean, we're trying to. All right. One person at a time. Well, tell us about your story. I've been working in the dental industry for over 13 years now as a dental hygienist, and my focus is in preventative dental sciences. And, you know, I just always felt like a disservice to my patients, because here I am with you guys in my chair telling me about all the pain and damage that I'm seeing on your teeth. And then I'm just saying, well, oh, we can help you with that, but it's inaccessible and unaffordable, especially since most uh, dental insurances don't cover for a custom night guard. So the only alternative is to just kind of show you, to, you know, to the drugstore so you can get one of those over-the-counter night guards. But they're 
bulky fit, one size fits all. It's almost like putting a sports guard in your mouth. So you're gonna just wake up in the morning with you know with it somewhere in the bed or on the floor, or your, your dog's gonna turn it into a chew toy. Right. So you're, you're still wasting time and money. And so you know, with all of this said, from a personal standpoint, you know, um, a year after finishing school, uh, I was a survivor of a, of a near-death hate crime, um, and it left me in the ICU. And when I got out. Um, I also now was experiencing PTSD-induced bruxism. And so I tried the over-the-counter bands, and so I was basically going through the same journey as my patients, and I'm like, what's going on here? Why isn't the dental industry doing something to help these people and help someone like myself? And that's when I finally finished grad school years later, and I said, you know what? I think I'm empowered now to at least do something about it. And that's how Otis came into fruition. That's an incredible, incredible story. <laughs> Thanks. That you have overcome such odds and obstacles and then you've decided to turn that into such a, a positive opportunity not only for yourself but obviously to be able to share with the world so that's that's very empowering like well well done on that thank you it's it's, it's really touching andrew and look like the startup journey is so incredibly hard Sometimes it feels like you're in a lifeboat in the middle of the ocean without a paddle. And the people that make it through are the ones that have a personal story like yours that keeps them going. So I'm really inspired. Thank you. And the fact that you're willing to share that story as a survivor must inspire so many. So thank you for being so intimate with us today. Thank you. Even before I started the company, I took a couple of years to really do some research and figure out what's the real problem? How do we get to the root cause of what's happening? And that's when I developed the Brux sensor where it can record the compression force data now, work with our AI-powered Otis Health app, and that's where, where it creates this customized mental health regimen just for you and starts sending you notifications. Well, so, so there's a chip in the mouth guard. Exactly, that's oh, what wow. we're working game on. Changer. That is game changer. Yeah, I'm sorry, game maybe changer. I spoke too quickly in the elevator, but that's, <laughs> okay. and that's what I'm talking about. We're, we're not just, you know, protecting your teeth now, we're helping you to alleviate the symptoms and lower your stress all at the same time. So, so now we gotta grind you. Because now we gotta find out about the financials. All that soft and nice, Actually, amazing we, stuff. Can we see we got, the product too? We gotta see the financials of it. So it's $99.95 retail. And with uh, our current retail partnerships, we sell it uh, at $70 wholesale. So it's a one-time purchase. Correct, but here's the thing. So obviously when you clench and grind your teeth, you're eventually gonna wear these down. And so we have a subscription model uh, Got it, so you need help turning this into an e-commerce-based subscription business. That's exactly it. So you said you're selling at retail. Yes. Where? So we didn't actually find Walgreens. Walgreens uh, finalized and approached us and said, hey, guess what, we have this high turnover rate. Uh, so you are in Walgreens and, right now. Yeah, lead Correct. with that. Walgreens, that's huge. You have <laughs> a bonafide business that yes. is in Walgreens. And there's more, actually. 2020, we, we launched in a little over a thousand stores and that's exactly when the pandemic hit. But because everybody was on lockdown and even dental offices were closed, we actually did quite well. So we grew and grew and now to this day, we're in over 4,300 locations. 4,300 locations? And what are your sales? Um, so we started off with a, about a little under 200K. And then um, then the following year, I was part of the diversity supplier program with Target. So now we're selling with them. And just last- Also, oh. wait, those should be in your pitch. Okay, sorry. I only had a minute. Now, <laughs> so, now, you're in Walgreens, now you're in Target. Is, that, is there any other secrets that you have? And we just closed a uh, we're, we're almost like 95% closing a deal with CVS. I just got the vendor. <laughs> take my money, just take my okay, no, But this is, this is good, okay. But okay. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I was very fortunate and blessed to have that access and really get the door in to do that with the retail channel. Okay. If I have you guys believe in me with your growth, you know, with your investment, I can do the exact same thing with Ecom Channel and really scale. So why are you so focused on the Ecom Channel when you've just scratched the surface and you have three major accounts in Walgreens, potentially CVS, and Target? Why are you even thinking about Ecom at this point? 
There are only specific demographics that really go into those stores. We're, we're, we're still not touching a huge market. Like there's still the millennial generation and the Gen Zers that really don't go into these stores. And so that's why we're really trying to just really cover the whole playing field. Because remember, stress is a global issue. Just recap for us the investment that you're looking for. Sure, it's three million uh, on a with a 20% equity uh, in return, and I should note that one million of that has already been committed uh, through another VC firm. So it's really at what just valuation uh, at 15 million pre-money, and so we're really just trying to close out the remaining two. I have an offer for you, but I have a I, there's a constraint on my offer. Right now, you have three retailers and you haven't even scratched the surface with those three, let alone the rest of the market. So I don't want to take any more of your investment and stream it into e-com when you're not ready for it right now. I'm willing to give you $2 million, but as I said, that money would go strictly towards retail. Well, yeah, I mean, you are the guru of retail too, so I mean, that's like a double win for me. Um, just out of respect though, would either of you like to chime in on any of that or? I'm concerned that you might accept an offer that limits your channels. I think the strength of an entrepreneur is the ability to adapt and pivot. So what if we find that we hit a wall in retail? I don't wanna shut off any doors. I think you're so early. I think we need to see what traction you're getting. And then when we get there, we pick a channel. So my offer would be, starting small, I would help you fill up the rest of that two million. I think you have so much interest here. We're not gonna have any issues opening the doors to other investors. I would give you same valuation, the one you asked for, mm -hmm. but I'll start with 100,000. And then I'll open the doors to all the investors that I work with. So I'm gonna match Swan's offer. 100,000 at your $15 million valuation but I'm gonna offer you a strategy, the complete opposite of Brad's, which is doubling down on e-commerce and digital distribution and get you connected to all the right investors to help fill out the rest of the 1.9. Okay, um, wow, this is a lot. Um, Just to make sure you have all the clear offers. Right. You got Jacob, who's willing to give you 100,000 at a valuation of 15 million. You have Swan, who's also offering 100,000. I'm willing to do two million. We don't have to. We don't have to talk to anybody. You just have to talk to me, and the deal set. But it has to be retail, right? And that wouldn't mean that I shut down ecom completely. Like it would still no, function. It it's mean, just we wouldn't focus. No, it would mean you'd shut it down. You can't do two things well at the same time when you've just launched. Let's build up a hundred million plus company in retail. Ecom's not going anywhere and let's do it when we have the proper funding and time with the proper people to make it happen. Imagine this scenario. Somebody hears about it, do it at home, night guard fulfillment kit, mm -hmm. and they go Google it. And your competitors show up because you don't have e-commerce, they buy your competitors' products. So you did all that work to show up on the shelf, and when people go to Google to find you, they can't buy it, so they buy your competitors' product. Retail has a place, Online has a place. They just don't have a place, at the, in my opinion, right at the startup. But you have to ask if that retail experience is relevant for what you're trying to build. Right. Like, the idea here is that this is gonna be like a digital first you know, wellness platform. Right. You need someone that has experience bringing brands from zero to one. I started a startup incubator. You know, I've done this with hundreds of companies. These are all playbooks that we could get in place from day one. Andrew, you've been through hell and back. You have survived the unthinkable, 
It's time now for you to make a decision. Um, I, again, I appreciate all three of you. Thank you for allowing me to share my story and the company and what we're, our mission's about. I think after just really hearing everybody's um, points of view, um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Jacob. Let's do it. <laughs> I know it's a shocker. I know. I mean, Amazing. Thank Very you so excited. Much. Thank you. Wow. Well, that well was a done. good one. That well was done. great. Okay. Okay. Hold Let's guys, guys. But before right. before we let Andrew go. All right, Andrew. But wait, there's more. Oh, jeez. So in addition to the investment, we have ten thousand dollars for you. No strings attached. Thanks to Amazon Business. Thank you so much. Thank you, all of you. Thank you again, Amazon. This is, I, I'm just overwhelmed right now. Um, I think I'm going to collapse the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you had three investors fighting over you. Yeah. Feel really good about that. I really do. I'm, I'm just so blessed to have been given the opportunity and just to meet with all of you. So thank Can you. Can all of us come and give you just like a big group hug? I love Let's that, sure. <laughs> what a story. Great job. Thank you. Great job. <laughs> this has been a a crazy ride and I just can't believe that in just this one moment they just understood it you know Jacob Brad and Swan I just spoke from the heart and they just understood where what the mission was and what we were trying to do and um, um, so it's it means a lot Guys, that was amazing. I mean, such a good win for you. I'm jealous, but I'm so happy for what you. What a heartwarming story. That's what the American dream is all about. And I'm really happy for you, Jacob. I mean, that's a great deal. And I'm gonna be a consumer for life, so all the best to you. I appreciate it. My number one investment criteria is finding the right people. And he had one of the best stories yeah, I've ever heard. Absolutely. As three entrepreneurs landed themselves in the boardroom securing high-flying deals, two were sent back down to the bottom floor with nothing to show. Hello, Sean. Hello, Sheena. Hello, Johnny. Betty. Isa. Alicia. Katie. Max. Going up. Yes! The elevator opened its doors to over 40 entrepreneurs. Let's go! Seeking a chance to rise to greatness. With their fate in the hands of our elite panel of investors. That is unbelievable. Some found glory. Touchdown! Ah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! While others fell from grace. As success was achieved by the press of a button, dozens of entrepreneurs were given the chance to make their dreams come true. Fantastic. And more than $2 million were secured in deals. Amazing. Woo. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> Let's do this. Soon, a new batch of hopefuls will enter the elevator looking to land life-changing investments. So make sure you tune in to the next season of Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch. And to apply for season nine, go to entrepreneur.com slash elevator pitch. Investors personally styled by Kim Bolafay.